All right. Welcome to episode two of the King's Corner. It's approximately 2.34 in the morning. And uh, I was staying awake for uh, Austin's preoccupied ass. Um, he was doing other things. Whether don't they don't were, worry about it. All right. Don't worry about it. It's cool. Whether they were for the greater good or not. I was busy. Yes. But today's episode is about Tinder and Bumble. Yeah. Where there's a whole... We got some we got some talking to do regarding dating apps, boys and girls. That reminds me, before we really get started into anything, um, despite the name being King's Corner, this is just as much for women as it is for men. I feel like women can be kings. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Every king needs a queen, Reed. Right. You ever seen TV? Every king sometimes also needs a king. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I feel like, I don't know, what if there's, what if it's a gay couple and they both have, like, queens? No. <laughs> I guess, but what if they both have, like, the king energy? Does that work? Yes. It does? Or does it negate it? I don't know. Anyways, we'll figure it out. But, yes, this is just as much for the ladies as it is for the guys. Um, I feel like both parties have a lot to learn, and as well as Reed and I. We're still, you know, learning the ropes of life, social life, and kind of all over the place. But real quick, we saw this we saw this dude at the gym the other day, and we were, me and we were kind of just taking it easy. We weren't going too hard. And there was this guy on the incline bench right behind us, and he had like two sleeves, just probably spent at least 10 grand on his he, tattoos. He was, he was tatted all over. And his, his face torso. included. Yeah. And he this dude was like... He wasn't tall, but he was he was repping out. Here's what's crazy. And it's not even the weight that he was pushing that makes it crazy, but I'm going to paint the picture for you guys. Close he, your eyes. Close your eyes. Yeah, close your eyes. Really get immersed in this scenario because this is what this is what it's all about, ladies and gentlemen. You're Bob and I'm Ross. Yes. We're about to paint the most beautiful picture of all time. So this guy, he's got, what was it, two plates on each side? Mm-hmm. He was, yeah, he had two plates on each side on incline. So for ladies, that's 225. Yes, 225 pounds. And he was repping it out like nobody's business, probably doing sets of like 15 or more. But at the same time, he had like Bluetooth headphones in and he was on a phone call and he was ripping someone a brand new, fresh out of the box asshole. <laughs> and he was on their fucking head. And it was the most like intimidating shit I've ever seen because... He's pushing so much weight, so many repetitions, and the entire time he's focused primarily on this phone call where he is like, who the fuck do you think I am? If you ever try to pull this shit on me ever again. And it wasn't like a quick, like 30 second outburst. And this is no overreaction. Like he was ripping their ass. Actually, we were playing it down because there was shit that he was doing that we cannot put on the podcast. There was shit that he was saying that we can't put on the podcast. <laughs> we're playing this down. But so much he like it was just insane. Like and it wasn't like a quick outburst, and then he hung up. He did like four sets, mm -hmm. and it was like the entire conversation was through the entire yeah. the entire exercise. He didn't get off the phone, and he would rest for like two minutes in between sets, and he was just like, I, don't know, I feel like that's way better than any pre workout you could ever do. Yeah, someone pissing you off. Yeah, and you're just you're getting to fucking unleash it on. I I feel sorry for whoever's on the phone on the other end of that phone call, but like. The people in the gym, we were all like looking at each other, and some of them were laughing. But I'm like, dude, this guy—he would whoop everyone's ass in that entire gym at he's, once. He's about it. Yeah, no joke. 
that was just like, I've never experienced anything like that. And that was the most big dick energy thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And big dick energy has a lot to play in today's episode. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, but there is, we also have a big dick energy episode planned for the future. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. But yeah, so uh, let's go ahead and roll the intro music and get into it. All right, let's hop into it. Um, Tinder and Bumble. Do you like those dating apps? I fucks with the dating apps. There were a lot of things I liked about them. I think a lot of people just, a lot of people downloaded them because they were bored during quarantine, which right. is kind of the boat that I was in. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I have, I still only have really like one homie that's out in Lubbock with me. Mm-hmm. So like, and we work together. So there really wasn't a whole lot like for me to do other than work. Right. So that's why I got, I really got on to them. But dude, yeah, like I, I enjoyed them because I didn't have an attitude that a lot of people do going into it, but we'll get on. Like the, the negative demeanor. Yeah. Like people like go into it, not like thinking it's going to suck. Right. It's just like, you got to make the best of it. Like mm-hmm. if you go on to fucking Tinder and match with a fucking Chad where all his pictures are like of him fishing. Like that's not going to be your soulmate. Don't don't have those expectations. Like you're, you're literally just meeting people. I feel like everyone shits on it, but everyone has it. So it's like, why are you shitting on it? If you have it, like, don't, don't shit on it. I know it's on the back screen of your phone or it's hidden in a fucking app with all your school shit or (laughs) an app folder. I mean, on the second page of your folder. (laughs) Yeah. Like, come on. titled school with Canvas and calculator. <laughs> and then there's Tinder and Bumble back there. Maybe, um, maybe a little bit of photo vault. Who knows? The spank bank. <laughs> Next episode. Next episode. <laughs> um, Did you like them? I loved them. In fact, babe, I'm sorry. Yep. Met my girlfriend on there. Not gonna lie. Um, I don't think that's anything to be ashamed of, though. That's like, true. We, we just talked about not shitting on it. Cause like, it's like it's like our age, yeah, our new day and age of meeting people. Well, it's like you can't go out to bars, right? It's like what the fuck am I supposed to do, right? Like just start mailing fucking business cards to random addresses and hope a <laughs> yeah, writes back. USPS. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, there's so many girls that have bios on Tinder and Bumble. I actually and had a pen pal over the quarantine. You're lying. Yeah. but there's so many girls that have bios where it's like don't tell anybody we met on tinder or bumble or fill in the blank right it's like it makes sense if you don't want to tell your parents or like your grandparents because they like probably think that's sketch but like if you tell your friends they're all on the wave yeah it's all hidden on their phone they're all on the wave i've i've probably matched with your best friend i'm just gonna put that (laughs) Like, as soon as they see me, they're going to be like, yeah, I, I recognize him. Do you ever, like, <laughs> do you ever walk around campus and be like, I think I match with that bitch? Well, since I haven't been on campus. Well, okay, when you, but yeah, so the bars opened for a brief, <laughs> it was very brief. It was like maybe two weeks. Yeah. Because, like, everybody went to the bars and then all of a sudden there was, like, corona cases, like, popping oh, off yeah, like crazy yeah, yeah. and then so they shut them back down. But yeah, so that, those opened up after I'd been on Tinder for a while and Bumble and I was not bar hopping, but yeah. Bar but bar hopping. hopping? Yeah. Right. <laughs> and did I was it, like, did it end in bar crawling? 
No, that's no, good. I that's didn't good. get I didn't get too sloppy, but uh, yeah. So there were there were girls that I would like see at the bar, mm -hmm. and you know that feeling that you get when yeah, somebody like, is like looking at you. Mm -hmm. I would like look across the bar, and, and they look away right. right Yes, except for one. Her and her whole fucking table were just beaming me in the face. <laughs> and so I like looked at her and I looked right, like I turned my head right away and I was like, wow, they don't give a fuck. That's <laughs> something horrible. Either that or all they're, just, they're all just so drunk that they don't even know what they're doing. Yeah, they look mean. I dude. think you can <laughs> imagine them on Tinder. <laughs> But so later that night, I I was like, I don't know that shit. Whatever that whole scene yeah. stuck with me, because there were to like this day, obviously to this day keeps me up at night. Not really, because <laughs> I don't give a fuck. But so I went through like my matches, and it wasn't a whole lot at the time because I hadn't been on it for very long. But I found her, and I was reading through the interaction. I was like, okay, did I piss her off? And she and i didn't really get on it a whole lot but she had sent me like her snapchat mm -hmm. and she was like and we had maybe sent like five messages each before this right. like, she was like oh i really like talking to you here's my snapchat and i just fucking didn't respond didn't yeah. add her on snapchat any of that too premature there yeah and, well and it's like i don't know why she was so butthurt about it but all her fucking friends were like the attention you gave her i didn't even give her false hope though I you gave like, her five text messages and that were the best five messages she's gotten oh i guess yes that's, just, that's what it was no it's a scary world out there boys be careful can't be too kind right Pam. um which do you like best Ooh. okay i've kind of i i know pros and cons of both most definitely yeah so i've got kind of a differing opinion on which one i like best I know a lot of guys like Bumble because mm -hmm. the girls reach out and I think it's so like amazing when girls reach out to guys and Flash girls, back to last episode. Yeah. Girls slide in or girls, you know, buy you a drink at the bar. If you buy me a drink at the bar, I will buy you your next drink. I like I guarantee it. And right. we'll we'll be friends the rest of the night. Probably the night. We cut it off after that. But the thing I don't like about Bumble is that it puts so much pressure on the girls because not only do they have to reach out first, it doesn't give us an option, but also it gives them 24 hours to reach out. Is that enough time? Uh, it really depends on the person. I'm usually like, I'm not, I wasn't ever on it very much. Mm -hmm. So it would be like, if I got a match, it would probably be like maybe like eight to 12 hours later. Yeah. Or if like, and this is, uh, this is when I was like on Tinder, obviously, because, but there's so many girls on Bumble where it's like their bio is like, I'm never on here. Add me on Snap. Yes, you're or on like, here all the time. You just want the clout on Instagram. You want the clout on Snapchat. Why would you match with me if you're never on here? Right, right. Excuse me. Um, and people who want views on their story and you're the only person that can see your views on your story, why do you give a shit? <laughs> yeah. I mean, what do you get? What do you care? There's no point in even yeah, like, caring about that. But I mean, I, I not saying that girls can't handle that pressure because I know there are very outgoing girls and that are very confident. And I think that's like so attractive when they are like bold enough to Puzz throw compliments. Hot. If they're not confident enough, why are they on Bumble? Dude, it's to get it's to get the followers, the Instagram followers. 
That's exactly what it is because they, they make it look like they're confident. Yeah, they make it look like they're confident in their photos and they're like, just DM me on Instagram. They're not going to respond to you, dude. Yeah. They're not going to respond to you. That's right. the, like, if their bio is literally just an Instagram plug, that's it. Like, no, swipe left. Next. Save yourself the trouble because they're not going to reach out to you. And if they do, it's literally just going to be like, they'll talk to you for a little bit and then they'll reel you into follow their Instagram. What about the thirst traps that put like their only fans on there <laughs> nah, I would we'll do it <laughs> we'll, believe me we have an episode plan for only fans so i don't want to get into it and you know spoil it for you guys but and frick you if you have an only fans <laughs> we might have differing opinions i don't know i've got weird opinions on stuff like that but maybe we'll just get into, jealous we'll get right. in, <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll get into only fans trust me but yeah, they literally just try to reel you in. They'll, they'll message you a couple times. And like, you know, at first they'll be like, hey. <laughs> and then they'll message you a couple times and they're going to try to reel you in. Hey, question mark. Instagram. Hey, with three Ys. Like, stop it. Throw some effort at me. Throw it back. But is there a line with that's trying too hard with uh, pickup lines? You ever just like get those cringy ass pickup lines? You're like, nope. Would have been better off Dude, just saying hey. With... With girls, I feel like it's a totally polar concept. Right. They're, they're either like high or they're like fucking way over. Like and you're the peanut butter in my jelly, I can already tell. Or some, yeah, or they'll say like, so when's the wedding? And it's like never <laughs> unmatch that fucking quit. Like you, like guys are so good at it because ever since we started chasing girls or chasing guys, we have had to fight for attention right. and to even like get consideration right off the bat. Right. And we talked a little bit about it last episode where guys have to just put in more effort for stuff like that, just cause girls can, you know, pretty much get what they want in their sleep as far as like dating mm-hmm. and hooking up goes. But like- Most girls, not all. Yeah. But that's honestly why I like Tinder more because I feel like I'm, you know, I like the pressure's not on the girl right. to, to come up with a pickup line or a greeting I think, in 24 hours. I think I honestly disagree with you though because it's always on the guy to initiate something mm-hmm. and Bumble is finally the the change that men have always wanted. Yeah. Finally, the pressure is not on me to initiate something. It has to be on the woman. See, that's what that's what that's exactly what I thought until I got on Bumble. But yeah, girls wouldn't reach out after they match. And it's like, I don't have, I'm not going to go fucking follow your Instagram and try to get your attention. Right. But to me, the pickup lines, like I love thinking of pickup lines. Favorite pickup line, go. Okay. So I usually tried to keep it kind of genuine, except for when I was conducting many social, social experiments Mm -hmm. on Tinder. Mm -hmm. And here, let me pull it up. I'll go with mine first. Okay. It never worked, but it's great. (laughs) Okay. How much is a polar bear weigh? Enough to break the ice? No, you just say, I don't know. <laughs> so the girl says, I don't know. You say enough to break the ice. And it never worked, but it was, it was great. Okay, this is my favorite pickup line that I've ever used. Mm-hmm. And this was, a, this was one of those ones where I'm like, for a while, I was literally just, because I noticed quarantine was making things kind of easy. Right. You know? Right. Everyone just, was just dying for the penis. Everyone was cooped up hot and ready like a little Caesar's pizza and they're just ready to get back at it mm-hmm. 
And so I noticed how easy it was getting. And so I decided I was going to start sending the same thing. They wanted your crazy bread. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I decided I was going to start <laughs> sending the same pickup line to like all these girls that I matched with. And I was like, dude, eventually I'm going to send it to two girls that live in the same apartment. Mm -hmm. And this is going to be hilarious. Right. But so the pickup line reads, to receive a cheesy pickup line, press one. To receive a generic salutation, press two. To receive a crude sexual advance, press three. To replay message, press four. And so you give them options. And this one girl, she just responded three. And in her bio, she talked about being a lifeguard. And so I responded to that. I was like, so since you're a swim instructor, I'm guessing you like kids. And she said, ha ha, yes. And I said, when can I give you my 10 million swimmers? <laughs> and she said, LMAO, whenever. <laughs> and I was like, wow, this shit's actually- Did it work? I didn't, no, I wasn't following through at that time. Oh. I was just, that was- my Social little, experiment, like you said. Yeah, and there was there were a lot of those where it was like, I was literally just seeing if the shit I could pull out of my right. ass would work. Right. And I think that's what's fun about Tinder uh -huh. to me is because I'm pretty good at think pickup lines. Right. And I try to find something in their bio mm -hmm. or in their pictures to make it like personalized because I'm sure girls get the same fucking pickup lines on over. I remember over. on when I was on the Bumble and Tinder game, mm -hmm. I put in my uh, I put in my uh, bio Hawaiian organ donor. Do you know that's from? Yeah. Okay. Good. Yes. Good. And um, I had plenty of girls that were just so dumb. <laughs> are you are you really from Hawaii? And like like asking like saying I'm a good person for being an organ donor. I'm like shut the fuck up. That is not the point. Who isn't an organ donor anyway? Are they not organ donors? You think? Um, I don't know. Are you really a good person? <laughs> You're an, an organ donor. I mean, you're dead, so who gives a shit? Yeah, like I'm an organ donor. I think I am. Are, yeah, you, are you a shitty person if you're not? Unless you have like a specific way. Like I don't know if there are any religious beliefs where your body like can't mm, be like, true. tampered with after you die. True. Or not. So I guess there could be like religious boundaries. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Like, I mean, since I'm not really like educated in all the world's religions and their beliefs, I don't know if it would make you a shitty person, but like. Come I know I already donated skin when I was just born. Dude, so. I donated a butt ton of skin when I was born. So I, skin is the largest organ on your body, so I am already technically an organ donor. Yeah. From personal experience. Yeah. Yeah, Ducks? I think, I think, yeah, a lot of us are organ donors already. So uh, we're already saved from being shitty people. Right. But honestly, if, you know, there's nothing holding you back, you're not, you're dead. You're not using your liver. <laughs> Give it to somebody else. Just Give it to it. an alcoholic that already destroyed their own liver. Yeah, I mean, by the time I die, and I'll probably be shot anyway. But you know, they can, right. they can take it, whatever. Anyways, that's besides the point. But so I guess we've come to realization that they actually work. Like these these, these, these these dating apps actually work. Yeah, I feel like for most people they do. I feel like it really just depends on how you go about it and your expectations going into it. Right. A lot of people are let down by the dating apps because mm -hmm. they're like, okay, first of all, Tinder is not eHarmony. <laughs> Stop thinking you're going to find your soulmate, you know, on in the three months you've been on Tinder. Right. Don't go into it with expectations. And then after that, you won't get Ken and Barbie is not realistic. Let's just put it that way. What do you mean by Ken and Barbie? The perfect guy, the perfect girl. Oh, yeah. I don't know. No, it's not. It's not? No. From Tinder? No. You're going to think in your little town of Lubbock with your, with your, the spread that you can get in miles that you'll find your Barbie. I've never gone past 10 miles. Okay, exactly. So in your 10 mile radius, you're not going to find Barbie. I don't know. Lubbock, we got some.
baddies out west. <laughs> Fair enough. So I know you already talked about that funny bar experience. Mm-hmm. Those eight girls staring you down. Yeah. You have any other ones? Dude, yeah. So uh, <laughs> one time uh, I was talking to this girl that I met on Tinder. I go over to her apartment and we're hanging out. We have some drinks. Uh-huh. And then we end up hooking up. What'd you do? What do you mean what I we hooked Did up? Did you porcy? <laughs> we hooked up. Coitus. Yeah, we courted. And uh, not down the aisle, through the aisle. Yeah. And so I w- we, you know, we <laughs> do whatever. And um, I've got a dog at home, so I don't often spend the night anywhere. But it had been several hours, and she, that she'd already been because I put her in. She's crate trained, and so I was like, okay, I need to get home to my dog. Plus, I didn't know her well enough to want to stay there. Mm-hmm. And I'm walking out her bedroom. Yeah. To go leave her apartment. And this dude walks in right as I open the door. And I like look back at her because he hadn't even seen me yet. And she had roommates, but they weren't in town. So I was like, I thought that was going to be one of their boyfriends or something. So right. I look back at her. I was like, I thought your roommates were out of town. And she's like, they are. And he's like, who the fuck are you? And I'm like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> and he's like, I'm so-and-so's boyfriend. And I'm like, sorry. <laughs> this is this was one of the fucking scariest moments of my life. And it wasn't because I was scared mm-hmm. for myself. I was scared for, for her. The, no, I was scared for the guy. Oh. This, this girl was insane yeah. because the dude was getting all pissed. And, you know, I'm an asshole. So I'm not fucking like king. I mean, yes. I guess... You could call it that, but in reality, I'm a dick. So I wasn't going to be like, oh, dude, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I'm like, dude, that's your fault. Like, <laughs> yeah. Obviously, you weren't bringing something to the table. <laughs> right. And she and I like look over my shoulder and she's standing behind me with this fucking smirk on her face. And it's engraved in the back of my brain because it was I was like, she does know, not give how did I make it out of that fuck. bedroom alive in the first place? And so her her boyfriend's getting in my face and I'm like, dude, I'm literally just trying to leave. What's done is done. <laughs> yeah. And what do you go back in there and you're like reverse it all? <laughs> no, shut the fuck up. Get away. And and I'm like, why are you mad at me? Like I didn't know you existed. Right. And he was like, How'd you meet her? And I was like, Tinder. And he like looked around me and he was like, How long have you had a fucking Tinder? And she like giggles. And I'm like, oh my god, dude, this is not real life. I'm not really stuck in between this couple fighting that <laughs> just that you caused. Just kidding, you didn't cause. Not my, I caused it, but it's not my fault. Right. But I was like, there's no way I'm really stuck in the middle of these people fighting. And I literally just slept with his girlfriend, and I'm not able to leave right now. And me being the asshole, I am, I'm like, are we done? Can I leave? <laughs> I was like, I meant to leave like five minutes ago. My dog and, probably just shit all over. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you're not going anywhere. And I was like, shut the fuck up, dude. And, and I was like, I was like, so you want me to go back in there and do it again? <laughs> and he was like, he was like, he was like, who the fuck do you think you are? Awesome gunny, I'm gonna you. <laughs> and I, you know, I don't even know if he knows my name. And I was like, you really don't want to get into this. And I was like, it's just smartest if you let me leave and you can figure this out on your own because guess whose problem it's not mine i did what i came to do i'm out and he was getting so fucking mad and like you know i i'm not i'm not like really scared of anybody but this dude was like not intimidating at all right he was five eight he played saxophone in high school bro i played saxophone in middle school but yeah he was like not intimidating i had like eight inches of on him in height and he was just like smaller than me 
and he was just like infuriated. So he, you know, that he had that little bit of little man syndrome fueling his anger. Right. And his fist ball up, and I like oh. look down at his fist, and I like look him in the eye, and I'm like, a word? <laughs> and his eyes start watering. In that moment, I was like, oh, I feel so fucking bad for this dude. Right. And I'm still you're, not gonna you're human. You like obviously you feel bad. Yeah. It's like, and it's like I was just in the moment. I was why the fuck are you blaming me? Yeah. Like how was I supposed to know? Right. And then I just had to be a dick to him to be a dick to him because that's just kind of how it goes. But right. his eyes were watering, and I was like. I highly suggest you let me go home and you fix your shit because it's not my problem. And if the longer you make me stay here, the worse it's going to get. Mm-hmm. And he picks his backpack up and he like storms out the door. And where was he? Do you know? Where was he? Yeah. Like before, before that? Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. I guess he could have been at like work or something. God, that would suck. But... Hi, honey. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the, this was like. This ending is so weird to me, but I pick my shit up, mm-hmm. like my, my keys and my wallet, my phone, and I pick it up off the couch and I go to walk towards the door and- oh, This was all inside the apartment. This was inside the apartment. I was thinking it was in the hall. No, I didn't even, I barely stepped foot out of her bedroom when all this <laughs> shit just hit the fan. And I was like, wow, that's pretty good timing because we were just naked. <laughs> Like 30 minutes before, and I would have been fighting a dude butt ass naked. <laughs> Helicopter and all. <laughs> oh my god, could you imagine getting the shit rocked out of you by a naked guy? And he's not even drunk or like on, or like on crack. <laughs> but anyway, so I like go to leave, and the walk, the fucking, it was a 20 foot walk max from the back of our apartment where I was standing to the door. Mm-hmm. And it felt like I was walking for a mile. Really? Just cause I was in my head, I was replaying like the situation. I was like, I was like, please God, do not try to talk to me as I leave your apartment. Mm-hmm. And she starts laughing oh and I'm like, gosh. and I'm like, ignore it, ignore it. Just keep walking. And I open the door to leave and she like comes up behind me and like grabs the door, not to like keep me in or anything, right. just to like, you know, shut it as uh, on my way out. Yeah. And she's like, so when will I see you again? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, in hell, like <laughs> fucking never. Right. I, yeah. You'll never, ever see me again. And my, um, dude, that was just the weirdest. She messaged you after? Oh, I, before I even got in the elevator. Yeah block unadded yeah because i i'd only had her on snapchat i unmatched with her on tinder or bumble or whatever yeah. it was and i unadded her on snapchat and i was like and then i was really hoping i wouldn't have to fucking run into the dude on the way down but I, that's why i took the elevator not the stairs yeah um me and me and my buddy brandon will name drop him just because he's tight he'll probably end up being a guest on here at some yeah. point so um so i forgot what if it was on Tinder or Bumble, but uh, we did some crazy stuff. Like, not like wild, like crazy wild, but like weird crazy. I don't know how to describe it, but. Um, Why don't you give some examples so we don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to. Did you, time. did you kill somebody? No. Or did you? Kinda. Really? <laughs> yeah. So. Were there that's animals? what I'm getting into. Were there animals involved? There's a squirrel. <laughs> 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 so there was this thick ass squirrel. <laughs> oh fuck. 
All right. So yes, there's no thrills. Oh, um, fuck me. But <laughs> oh, so quick. <laughs> um, so I believe it was on Bumble. This girl messaged me, and we got to talking or whatever. And she asked if she if I wanted to go to her dorm. And I was I'm a sophomore at this point. She's a she's a freshman. I was off campus, and I think I be, I believe Brandon was over actually. And I think that's why he was. <laughs> why this idea was initiated. But I told the girl that my buddy was with me and she said, well, my perfect, my roommate's here as well. And so I was like, all right, drop the drop okay. the Instagram. Okay. <laughs> We're getting there, right? And I said, drop the Instagram. And the first picture I see is a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> so her roommate uh, was a squirrel. <laughs> Oh, no, okay. uh, but she she drops to her roommate's Instagram, and I asked Brandon if he found her physically attractive, and luckily he said yes, because I wasn't going to leave a brother behind. So we get there, and things go down, but it's like, it was wild, because like, things are going down, and Brandon and I were like, hey man! <laughs> really? <laughs> yes, <we got> <laughs> it, was, it was awesome, and then uh, we did this like three times, and swear to God, okay, so at this dorm, you couldn't park in the parking lot at the dorm for some reason. Uh-huh. So you had to park all the way at the stadium. And walk it? And walk. <laughs> yeah, we had to go. We had to go over 35. We had to walk over 35. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank God there was a bridge. But we had to walk over 35 to get to their dorm. For those who don't know, 35 is this big. Interstate. Interstate in Texas. And it's, I swear, it's the worst highway on the planet. Yeah. It's always under construction. So many people die on it. It's so, so many. dangerous. Um, but anyways, Brandon and I had to walk over 35 at least three times every time we did this. And uh, we stay, We would stay up till like six o'clock in the morning and we I, we both had 8 a.m.s. Oh, I wouldn't even yeah. know. And he had practice. So it was like, I mean, we did it for the clout between us two. But yeah, obviously this, I mean, it wasn't for anyone else's clout, but ours. But yeah, I thought that was pretty a, a pretty good experience. Dude, fuck yeah. I mean, that's so cool. That's like bucket list worthy. Yeah, that's sick. That's why I said it was kind of an orgy, not really. Yeah. Wait, were you sharing them or not? No, yeah, it was in two separate. Orgy. It was same room, separate in the beds. beds. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. She was in a dorm. Right. And then the squirrel had its own bed. Okay. Was the squirrel like filming? Yes. Yes. I really wish the squirrel could have a I know. bigger part. That's yeah. okay. Um, but yeah, and then... I guess there's some other ones. They're not as crazy, but I guess we could talk about those some other time. So, moving on, what are some do's and don'ts for profiles for men and women? What do you like to see? What do you not like to see? Do's and don'ts. First thing that pops in my mind is, like, for guys or girls? Both, honestly. Don't use, like, a Snapchat filter on your first picture. Or, like, really, any of them. Putting dog ears on your on your face. Yeah, if you've got a filter that's, like, you're ugly in your face, like... You can have one picture that's like that, right. but you better have like four where I can see like what you look like. And okay, one thing that drives me crazy is when people use Samsungs and their pictures are shit. <laughs> well, that and there's there's been like, and this doesn't really happen that often just because when girls have dating profiles, they, they'll have pictures of them in a group. Mm-hmm. And usually you can like figure out figure out which one is which which one is which. But right. there were these there were these two occasions that I remember, and it was like the same girls, the same two girls or three girls, right? In each picture, <laughs> so it's like I can narrow it down to two out of the three. Yeah, but I have no idea. Right, no clue. And obviously you're not gonna slide in because like that'd be like an awkward interaction. Which one are yeah. you? So which one are you? <laughs> Are you the hot one or <laughs> <laughs> the five? Are you the nine or the five? Um, yeah, yeah, I've never put myself in that position. No. Uh, another 
don't is dropping like like we already talked about your instagram or whatever yeah like don't just get on tinder and all that for for, uh, for social media clout because yeah. it's like at the same time that people like people aren't on there to meet their soulmate <laughs> and people aren't on there to follow somebody on instagram right there's a balance there's a happy medium there yeah you know you're either trying to meet people or trying to potentially date right and then the vast majority that falls in between and try to court yeah you're trying to get some courting action right but honestly i think a big <laughs> a, what's a big do a big do yeah i i really find value in a good ass bio yeah True. That, that's I mean, where, you, that's don't where even... you can tell like a girl's like sense of humor. Right. That's where you can tell kind of like a little bit about what she's into. Right. And that just makes it way easier for you to get more genuine like pickup lines. Right. Because like girls love getting pickup lines. Yeah. And you can honestly like base your pickup lines off their interests and that'll make them more interested. That's what I do because like there's so many girls that are like their bio is no lane pickup lines. But it's Shut like, fuck up. well, it's like, that's all that your bio has. And then all your pictures are like just the same thing, but it looks like it's from a different angle and it's right. you and like all your friends. Right. So it's like, you don't give me much to work with because mm-hmm. then you just got to go to wordplay with her name or something. Right. Uh, but like, I'm sure every guy does that. What about when girls put like no hookups looking for friends? See, I don't know about, I, I'm 50, 50 about that because I've definitely hooked up with a girl that had that in her bio. Right. Like first night. <laughs> Liar. I was like, yeah, you're capping. <laughs> but I mean, enter at your own risk, I guess. Right. Honestly, and then like some advice for guys on dating app pictures. Um, I feel like if you're super into fishing, one fishing picture max. Yeah. Girls don't give a shit don't, about fishing, dude. Don't they, po- post your donkey on there. No one gives a rat's ass about a 10 pound bass. Yeah. And it's like, you know, if that's something Whoa, you, you like to do. $500 on a rod and reel. Like, <laughs> so yeah and and like you definitely want to like base your pictures off of like things that represent you another one don't post your car yeah car guys nobody wants to see your truck dude (laughs) yeah nobody wants to see the fitment on your subaru right (laughs) like check out my grill guard i get it if you're like passionate about it but like nobody's gonna date you for your car Right. He's going to date you for your wheels unless you have like a Lamborghini. Right. That's um, a different story. Honestly, some advice for pictures for dudes. Cause I know like it can be kind of hard for guys to think of it. And they're like, mm-hmm. well, shit, all I've got is pictures of me with fish or and me playing sports. It's like, you know, you want your pictures to represent you and like things that you like. So your pictures are essentially an extension of your bio, mm-hmm. basically telling the girls that are going to, you know, see you on whatever dating app you're using a little bit about you and the things that you like. So, you know, definitely have pictures of you with friends. Yeah, that's a big, because then they know you're social. But along with that, make sure you post a single picture or at least a picture with one other dude and someone can tell who you are. Yeah, you don't want it to be all group pictures and like make sure they can figure out which one you are. And not from 100 feet back. Yeah. Like throw throw one or two solo shots in Here's there. Here's my fraternity brothers. Like throw throw one or two solo shots in there. If like one gym picture max. I don't have any gym pictures on my Tinder or my Bumble. But like I've got I love to snowboard, so I've got like a picture for me snowboarding and then I've got a picture of one of me and my boys when we were at the beach and a couple other things. And then I've got a picture of my dog. Oh, there's on one there. of you like taking it in the butt? Yeah, I forgot that was on there, dude. <laughs> I need to take that off. <laughs> 
Or you think off quick. I don't know how they let that get through the right community guidelines. Exactly. But yeah, and honestly, girls, what frustrates me about dating apps, really the only thing that frustrates me about dating apps is girls are so used to putting in minimum effort into like getting guys that they it transfers over to them making a fucking account on Tinder. Like you can just see the lack of effort. Right. Even if, I don't know, like design it, design your account to make somebody laugh or design it to make you look good and be intriguing. Like not just like physically like attractive, make yourself look intriguing and make somebody want to like interact with you. Right. I'd say, cause there's so many girls where it's just like, it's a bunch of pool pics and then their Instagram is at, Olivia 806 underscore underscore in their bio. I wonder if that's somebody's Instagram. I should probably cut that out. <laughs> Olivia what? 806 underscore underscore. <laughs> Find them viewers. Spam them. Dox them. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll edit that out. But we'll find we'll figure. No, that that'd be funny that. if they just spam them. <laughs> Check out King's Corner podcast. <laughs> Have that so, in our bio, uh, Olivia. <laughs> <laughs> The they get that. They the get that on there. <laughs> like, ooh, that. It's so like we, some ten-year-old girl. We need Olivia eight hundred six underscore underscore's IP address. <laughs> Somebody finds it for us. Oh my god. But yeah, so, have, get him on the show. It's <laughs> some like fucking eight-year-old kid, dude, selling bracelets. <laughs> yeah. So let's go ahead and move on to the round table. We've got all right. Round table time. The question is. Yeah. It's kind of a two-part question. How can guys be okay with treating girls like shit, knowing they are hurting them in the process? I think they're chasing clout. Like, for example, let's say you go to a small university, mm-hmm. and she's like probably one of the more attractive girls on campus. Okay, everyone's going for her. You know, you might have a couple side things. Uh huh. And this girl might know that you have a couple side things. Okay. And you're strictly chasing it for the clout for the the dudes. Okay them knowing you go to her, over to her place and it's it's nothing for the girl like it doesn't benefit the girl at all except hurting her i believe he's chasing it strictly for the cloud so he's doing it just to, like just to tell his bros that he he piped whoever or like didn't <clears throat> right like yeah. he's just like he's a dick because he could be right right okay what's i can take? see that what's your take i kind of i see where you're coming from mm-hmm. but at the same time like, I feel like a lot of guys are like me, where they're an asshole, but then when they start talking to someone, they develop a soft spot. Oh, yeah, most definitely. You get that attention from that I'm, girl. Like, don't get me wrong. I like <clears throat> helping people out, but I'm not, I wouldn't call myself like a nice guy because I've definitely been a dick to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel like a lot of guys really don't intend to, and I think my. Right. They, I don't think they do it on purpose. Like, there's definitely some guys that just, you know, they. They, you made a good point. They do just want to be able to say, like, they turned down this girl or mm-hmm. they embarrass this girl just because they could. Right. Because there's so many guys that want to get the chance mm-hmm. to, like, be good to her. It's like locker room talk. Oh, yeah, this girl, I turned her down. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I feel like for the most part, honestly, I feel like guys don't even realize they're doing it and it's mm-hmm. miscommunication. Right. Like, and that's that's just me being honest. Mm-hmm. And this, honestly, this the second part of this question ties in with my answer really well. So yeah. let's go ahead and get that. You want to read the second part of the question? Yeah. Uh, why don't guys share their thoughts and emotions with girls? So to start off with my answer to the first question, I feel like girls want to be heard. Mm-hmm. And they're so concerned about themselves being heard right. that they forget that like a lot of guys need that too yeah and a lot of guys in you know today's society just the way things are 
girls emasculate the shit out of dudes. Oh yeah. When they when a guy has problems, yeah, they'll they'll spread that shit like a wildfire. Yeah, if you're if you're telling a girl some like okay, here's a prime example of how much girls talk about shit and there's nothing wrong with it, you know, unless they ask you not to tell anybody. Mm-hmm. But like the second you leave a girl's house after piping, there is a oh, there's a there's a post dick report going out to the masses. Yeah. There is yeah, you I mean, maybe the masses is just three people, but then those three people will go to nine. Those nine people go to yeah, x amount of people. Like, trust me, people people know about you. And it's, there's going to be people I mean, that you have no idea even exist right. that know about shit like that. And there's, there's this big issue with, um, you know, I'm not very, I'm not very big on voicing my emotions just because right. like when I go through shit, mm-hmm. the way I handle it is I, I fix it myself. Right. And it's just yourself. And, and I thug it out on my own. And that's right. not, that's not because like, I don't, I don't feel like I'd be a burden to anybody. Right. That's not what I'm saying. I've just always been independent like that. Yeah. And like, there's never really any right or wrong way. No, it's just the way that you like to do things. Right. But there's so many guys that aren't as independent and there's nothing wrong with that, but they don't have like... <clears throat> they're so uncomfortable with going to their boys about something. Oh yeah. And which is why it's good to have like a girl in your life that would listen mm-hmm. to you. But a lot of their problems, they can't go to their mom about. Right. Or exactly. Know, yeah. Cause they, they don't have a girl best friend because best friends of the opposite sex are like rare. Flashback to last episode. doesn't work. But guys have a hard time communicating their emotions because emotions and, are seen more as like a, a feminine side Right. And at this, but at the same time, girls are so worried about themselves being heard that they forget that their man's is going through some shit. Yeah. Yeah. And And girls, honestly, take a step back. If you feel like this dude is, you know, treating you like shit, he might be going through some stuff. It might be because he spends all this time catering to you and gets literally no emotional support in return. Mm-hmm. Guys rarely get checked on, like, right. mental health-wise. We've lost people due to mental stuff in yeah. our life. Yeah. And it's, I hate to get super serious on this podcast, but and This girls, is more of a serious question. Yeah, but girls, like, take a step back, really. Don't jump to conclusions, you know, when a guy isn't acting right. When you, and not saying, like, all you're doing is, like, complaining about shit, because girls have just as many problems as guys. But girls... This is the biggest thing. You have 15 friends that you can go to mm-hmm. and they will drop everything and be like, okay, let's let's go somewhere. Let's talk. Like vent to me about it. Right. <clears throat> Guys don't have that. Guys have max five. I have three myself, like you included. And I can think of other two guys. But like, like I said, emotions are more of the feminine side and guys don't want that getting spread because like oh you're a pussy you have you're crying over this like grow a pair and like help a dude out yeah i think that's why guys don't tell girls that stuff because girls will tell their girls girls will tell guys guys it'll come back to you yeah and it's like and then you know i said girls emasculate the shit out of guys and nine times out of ten it's totally not on purpose right and we're not saying it's always the girl's fault and it's never the guy's fault no it's just a very unpop like it's very unpopular take that i've noticed just like through my life experience right. and like being a part of like my friends my homies going through shit mm-hmm. and their ups and downs in their relationships because i like to be the i'm the person that they can come to right i mean you and i talked a lot about that stuff today yeah. outside the podcast guys check on your homies and girls then- if if guys tell you stuff i think this is like the chain that needs to be broken if guys tell girls stuff girls try to keep it to yourself he's trusting you and telling you that stuff for a reason 
Yeah, and like really take a little bit to absorb the fact that this dude is like opening up because I like I I'm I suck at opening up emotionally just because I like I don't even talk to my parents about my problems. Right. Like when my last relationship ended, it was like it was a super long relationship. The only people I told right off the bat was my parents, and that was really only because since we had been together so long, mm-hmm. she was close with my whole family. Right. So I was gonna let my parents know right off the bat and I was like hey this happened and that's it and then I figured shit out on my own yeah I mean I didn't notice it I didn't know anything really until I was coming to Lubbock like probably three days later yeah and you figured that stuff on your own and And that's that's just the way I personally do it because that's what works for me and there that's honestly rare there's so many people that like they need the company that comes with being able to reach out to yeah. a friend or a girl that they can trust. Mm-hmm. Like, so girls, if a guy is reaching out to you, take that as a huge fucking compliment. Because mm-hmm. for me personally, if I were to. And side note on that, if he's not telling you his thoughts and emotions, don't get offended. Don't don't get offended and don't don't try to take that relationship relationship to the next level because then he doesn't trust you with yeah. anything. And, and for a lot of people, if it is how they were raised, you know, there's a lot of like old fashioned parents where they're like, you're a man, figure it out. Right. But personally, my parents weren't like that. I was just, I was like, nope, got it. I got it. I got it taken care of. But girls, if a guy reaches out to you, like I said, take it as a huge compliment. Yeah. Because males in general, we hate being vulnerable. We hate it. It's weird because we're not ever in that position because we're not as emotional just biologically with our hormones we're not as emotional and we don't you know we're not as public with stuff like that and so i would definitely if if he's not good at expressing his emotions don't trip over it have a conversation with him and try to bring it to the forefront yeah and don't you know don't make him feel bad for it because honestly there's a lot of guys and i know this for a fact there's a lot of guys that feel like they're a burden if they like come to a girl for right right so that's really like my two cents on that. Honestly, just if he's not coming to you with his emotions and everything. I think guys also have the stigma that if guys go to girls for their relationship problems, there's a stigma that you're going to them because you want to do something with them. Oh, yeah. You know where I'm coming from? Yeah. So like, for example, if anybody didn't understand that, say you, say you're a guy. You have problems with your girl and you talk to your a girl best friend that you have trust and I know I just said that like you can't have a girl best friend but like there's some girls that you can go to that have been through shit and they might be able to help and I don't be afraid to reach out to them like I think girls also take that as oh you're hitting on me no we're not we're asking for advice so can we move out of the serious shit yeah that was the deep part of the podcast but I mean someone asked we answered but back to the lighter side of things yeah so to wrap things up in conclusion, I fucking love dating apps. Like it's, it's not even about like hooking up with people right. or finding somebody. Meeting people, connections, connections are everything. It's just such a fun game. It is. It is an amazing game. You just right. gotta know how to play. And if you're actually trying to like bag some bodies or actually trying to find right. someone, put some effort into your bio. Right. Put some effort into your pictures. Like don't have the same picture over and over again but also have them represent different aspects of you. That way somebody can kind of get to know you before getting to know you. Right. And I think that's honestly one of the pros of the cons of people not sharing that they have Tinder and Bumble because you can converse with someone and no one's going to want to tell anyone about it. 
What do you mean? Yeah, you know, like, like you're not gonna go out and market that you have a tender and bumble, but you're you're gonna reach out to a girl and just like have fun conversation or whatever. Yeah. And that like, girl's not gonna tell anyone because she doesn't want anyone to know that they have a tender and bumble. Yeah. I mean, like personally, I'm not ashamed to say like I have been on Tinder and Bumble. I don't think there's any shame behind no, it. No, there's no shame. Because honestly, what the fuck else is there to do? Yeah, exactly. And even before quarantine, that is such a great, like, we're, this is the age of technology. Sorry, grandma and grandpa. Get <laughs> over it. We're going yeah. to meet people online. That's how it goes. We're not marrying our prom date. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I hate that there's a stigma about, like, people... I mean, what's what's better about meeting somebody at a bar when you're absolutely shit-faced? Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, to wrap it up, don't use Snapchat filters. Do post... If you do, have one max. max. Do post pictures with your homies, but also have those side pictures of just by yourself or with one or two other guys or girls. Oh, real quick, before we end, stop lying about your fucking age on Ooh, Tinder. That's Holy cute. shit. Guys, that's legal trouble. That... Oh my God, there has been, I've got a quick story. So this girl said that she was 20. Girl. These girls said that she was 20. <laughs> she said that she was 20 on Tinder. And so I was like, okay. And she matched with me. And so like I reached out. I don't remember what I said to her at first. Mm-hmm. But so we, we sent a few messages back and forth and she was trying to hang out. And she was like, real quick, I have something to tell you. And I was like, uh, please don't have an STD. <laughs> and she was like, no, I'm 17. And, you know, the legal age in Texas is 17, but that is way too fucking young. Like, right. the, the app says B18. B18. For a fucking reason. Right. Like, there are weird-ass dudes on Tinder. Right. Like, the girls that I've talked to, the reason they hate Tinder is because of guys. Guys, right. stop being fucking weird on Tinder. Girls, stop lying about your goddamn age. Yeah. You, like, you're literally... Fishing for wait, cases. Just wait, like, yeah. yeah. Wait, I mean, if you're 17, you're not going to be you able to go out to bars ruin anyways. someone's life. Oh my God, you can Trash it. Life. Like, that's, you know, even though I said it's legal way too fucking young for me, I didn't even respond. I just unmatched and reported for being underage. And that's exactly what you should have done. Dude, and it's, it has nothing to do with being a snitch. What if fucking she were to go over to New Mexico since right. I'm out in West Texas? Right. And find exactly, guy yeah. And didn't tell him. And then all of a sudden, shit comes up, and he had sex with a minor, and that's statutory rape. Right. Like that. Oh my god, that is so fucking scary. Yeah. With all yeah. the shit that goes on nowadays. Right. But yeah, don't do that, ever. For the love of God, if you're 17 and you're lying about your age on Tinder, and there's so many girls that did it. You know how I know? Because hmm. their age will say like. 22, 23, right. and they're like, not actually 22, 23. You look them up on Instagram and they're like, just posted their picture of homecoming. Well, not even that, but it's like, how do you mess up typing in your age on Tinder? <laughs> I know you Oops. had that shit when you were 16, 17 years old. Yeah. Fucking, I just, I can't even fathom. Like, I get it. Girls, guys might do it too. I doubt it. I don't know, but right. I get it if you're a girl and you're in high school. And like, I know a lot of girls are into older guys, which is cool, but. Wait till you're just 18. Wait. Just wait. Just Turn wait. 18 and then go get a 90-year-old sugar daddy. Right. It's just, there you go. But yeah, so I think that pretty much sums it up. Um, guys, stop being weird as fuck to girls on Tinder. Like, girls, wait till you're 18. 
I've gotten so many complaints from girls that I've talked to about Tinder because guys are so weird. They say weird shit. So guys, keep it simple. Keep it genuine. Girls have heard the same pickup line 20 times already. So try to make it personalized. Um, just keep being kings. Keep being kings. And girls, keep being queens. Welcome yep. to the fucking king's corner. Peace.